Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady, and I'm here today with my co-host, JC. Hey, it's a pleasure. Well, we're here today to talk about not the most fun topic, that's for sure, but definitely a necessary topic. We're going to be talking about the fact that illegal harassment is much, much more than sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. It could be based on so much more than sex, and and it's it's a... Uh, the reason I, I picked this topic today is whenever I'm in any kind of space and you say the words harassment, people immediately go to sexual harassment. Every time they go straight to sex. That's it. They're like, and then in the, we're going to talk about this too. It's more than, and I hate to say it this way, just sex, even the sexual harassment part. Yeah. But we definitely want to make sure all of our listeners stay out of hot water, stay out of our podcast, meaning we're not uh, quoting a case with your company name <laughs> in it. <laughs> Never <laughs> and, want to do uh, that. We, we will be definitely sharing some, some lawsuits just so you as a listener can take this back to your executive team. Or if you are the executive team and say, you know what, we've only been doing training for sexual harassment or anti-harassment, not actually training them how to harass. <laughs> we want to make sure you know that it, it affects your company and you may not even be aware of it, which means you have to, you know, shake off the dust and not get settled into, Oh, it's in a handbook. And, um, know that most employers have to comply with the law, almost all employers, and we'll get into that, What the reason I say most, and it's your duty as an employer to protect your employees from all kinds of harassment. Absolutely. I do have a, uh, a definition here of harassment, ladies and gentlemen, and this is coming to us directly from the eeoc.gov website. So a little bit larger quote for you here. And this is a free resource, right, Wendy? Absolutely. I, oh my goodness. I use the EEOC's information all the time um, in, all, in all, many, many of my presentations and my trainings because we as taxpayers paid for that to be there. And so definitely go to the EEOC.gov. Uh, you could even just search EOC harassment or EOC discrimination, and there's a ton of resources there. Absolutely. Yeah. It states here, quote, harassment is unwelcome conduct that's based on race, color, religion, sex, including sexual orientation, gender identity, or pregnancy, national origin, older age, beginning at age 40, that is, disability, or genetic information, including family medical history. Harassment becomes unlawful where enduring the offensive conduct becomes a condition of continued employment or the conduct is severe or pervasive enough to create a work environment that a reasonable person will consider intimidating, hostile, or abusive. It, the thing that I always find interesting about this is, first of all, 
it's clearly spelled out. The EEOC clearly, clearly spells it out. Oh, yeah. But there's those there's those two things, the one or the two, right? It doesn't have to be both. So enduring offensive conduct becomes a condition of a continued employment. That means that means you as the employer are not stopping it. And therefore, if the employee who's being harassed on whatever terms they're being harassed on, if they want to keep their job, then they have to endure it. And so what I find a lot when I get my emergency phone call cases is a manager or an executive to say, well, we didn't know. Well, guess what? In the law, in the court, they're not going to care that you didn't know about the harassment. They don't want you to be a miracle worker. They want you to be a mind reader, but they want you to do training and give people avenues to complain and get it fixed. So that's that's the first thing. The second thing, what you read there was the conduct basically says, hey, a reasonable person create would consider this harassment or this behavior intimidating, hostile or abusive. What does reasonable mean? You know, that's a real good question. I'd like to put it into a scenario and pitch it back to you. So maybe you could help explain for me and others. So sure. let's picture you've taken a job and this is not your first career path. Maybe you're a little bit older in age and you're settling in and you feel as if you truly are a member of the team. A little bit of time goes by and maybe you're not performing to the standard that the manager is expecting and they've talked to you a couple times in more of a coaching, reassuring manner. However, you have a coworker near you who continues to call you Boomer. And then also at the same time, maybe disparages you a little bit, puts you down in front of others because of the dumb things that you've done and how you've had to be spoken to time and again. And they don't help you in any sort of way. Is that a generational divide amongst people? Or because they're combining the use of the term Boomer as well as treating you the said employee unfairly and unlike they used to is it harassment okay deep breath here it might be and and i know our listeners hate that it might be thing so first of all uh under the eeoc the harassment is is a form of discrimination under several laws title seven of the civil rights act of 1964 age discrimination act which is often abbreviated adea and then of course the americans with disabilities act ada now if you are an employer with 15 or more employees under Title VII and the ada then you're you have to comply with it, all these harassment um, and discrimination laws. Uh, there's a little bit bigger of a, a category under the ADEA, which is the age discrimination. That's 20 or more employees. Okay. So if you have if you have less than 15 or less than 20, uh, don't think that you're completely out of it because there may be state laws that com- that you have to follow. And we're going to address that in in a little bit in this session. So first of all, let's just assume you have 30 employees, and now you're like, yep, I'm covered by one of these or all of these laws. Yeah. It really is, does this offensive person make fun of everybody's age? If you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 70, then they're consistent in being a jerk, but they're not necessarily being harassing or discriminatory. So these are the things that I want you to start thinking about is, you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a lot more. It's like, oh, is this person just a jerk all around? 
Then, and by the way, folks, that's not appropriate to keep this person in your in your wheelhouse if they're a jerk. But that doesn't mean they may have uh, may or may not have violated a law. But if oh. they are targeting, you know, just people that are over 40 in this case, or I will just say 60 with the boomer crowd, um, then, yeah, they probably are. Um, violating one of the laws. Go ahead, JC. Yeah, Wendy, like you said, you don't, maybe you don't necessarily want to keep them in your wheelhouse. So promote them, turn them into a manager and move them on. <laughs> no, 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 please oh. don't. <laughs> Although we do hear that often too. That's going to be a whole other podcast. So, you know, what I really, really want you to focus on during this, our podcast series, and we're going to move on to the second session in, in a minute here is just to know that you can go to the EEOC website, get the definition. Heck, if you're going to put it in your handbook, you can literally copy and paste it from the EEOC website and then be very, very clear on what you accept and what you do not accept. You cannot, as an employer, accept any kind of harassment or discrimination, even if they're, you know, just um, one joke or one, you know, in one one time set of intimidation, you need to handle it right then and there, write them up or worse, terminate them and give them very, very clear consequences if it happens again. Because let's face it, if I come to you and complain about uh, somebody bullying me or harassing me and you don't do anything about it, I'm probably not going to come back. I'm probably going to go get a lawyer or in many cases, just go right to the EEOC website and file a charge online for free. So that alone is scary. Uh, with that said, we are going to wrap up this section and then we're going to be back in a moment to talk a little bit more about different types of harassment above and beyond sexual harassment in many of the categories that JC listed already. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.